What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Walking with the King podcast. I'm your host, Teresa King. So nice of you to join me. And it's so, so exciting because today is the very last episode of our very first series, Seasons. Yes, I did add an audio of applause because this is a big moment guys this is the very first series that i've done on this podcast and it was if i would say so myself it was a good series it is definitely something i needed to hear coming from the holy spirit but i also got so much feedback from each and every one of you um talking about how They needed to hear this topic. I'm just so glad that I have y'all to kind of give me feedback from it. I am always welcome with feedback. So if you want to give me some feedback, review this podcast and follow me on social media on Facebook and Instagram, walkingw.thekingpodcast. Message me guys. Tell me what y'all think and let me know if y'all have disagreements with me or you know you do agree with me. I want to know. That's the only way I am able to continue this podcast is by feedback and also if you want me to talk about you know a certain subject let me know that is what I am looking for but we made it to the very last episode of this series not the last episode of the season yeah it's very it's very complicating right because there's our first season and then we have a series called seasons and this is the last episode of our series seasons just be prepared for next monday we have a very special guest coming up and (laughs) you will not want to miss that one so this is the last episode of the series not the season but this is the last part of our series seasons (laughs) okay (laughs) um but before i go into it i got a lot of friends you know who listen to my podcast and they all asked me like hey what's this next podcast gonna be on and I told them the topic and they're like dude like I am so glad you're talking about this because it needs to be said and with this topic there is so many different ways we could go about this season but I am going to talk about this season two different ways you know I know past two episodes I waited eight to seven minutes of y'all listening to me ramble on before I've been able to tell you the actual topic of the podcast and I'm not going to do it today I'm going to let y'all wait about three and a half four minutes until I tell you this time but we are going to be talking about season of singleness and like I said we're going to talk about two different areas of being in a season of singleness so last week we discussed rest and and that it's okay to look at our schedule and see what is causing us to be stressed or overworked or emotions that we may carry throughout our week and for those of y'all who have like 
talked to me and kept me like accountable I did remove um an event out of my schedule and honestly I'm actually really proud of myself for doing that as much as it hurt I'm really glad that I did because I'm able to spend more time on myself, my husband, and also my school because school's hard, (laughs) like enough said. But another thing that we may also have to consider is not only removing something out of our schedule, but removing someone out of our life. Now, that could be a partner, a friend, an acquaintance, boss, employee, coworker. It could be so many different types of people in your lives, not necessarily a partner. But God is preparing you for a community in Christ. He's not only preparing you for yourself, but he is preparing us to be stewards of God. So for the first part of season of singleness, we are going to talk about single, but in a relationship with God. Now, I, like many of y'all, have been in relationships and situationships where we feel like this person is the only person that will ever love me or this person treats me like a king or a queen or whatever it may be. And we get to a point where our whole lives revolve around this one person. And that could be a scary thing, especially if this person is not of God. Now, there could be many times where you are in this situationship and it becomes very toxic and abusive. And I've been there where my relationships have gone to a point where it has been so codependent, so manipulative, and it can get really, really messy. And there may be a lot of times where, you know, God just says, hey, this isn't the person for you. You're going to have to let go of them. And we just sit there and like, are you sure about that? Are you sure, God? Because this person's pretty cute. Or I really like this person. Are you sure that you're telling me to let go of this person? I, I don't think so. But <laughs> if we can't let someone go when God has told us to let them go we are actually afraid to be single like i said we may worry that we won't be able to find someone that will love us like that or not be content as a single person i know there's a lot of people who can't be single like they don't know how to be single they can't rely on just themselves they have to find um, validation in someone else and be in a relationship with someone else immediately after another relationship. I know a lot of people like that. The thought of being alone can be scary for a lot of people, but the time that you have within the season of singleness can be very rewarding. You get to know God fully and rely on him only. This season is where God wants to show you that he is a missing piece in your life. It can be easy to think that we are missing something when we don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it may be. But in reality, the only thing that we need is Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 2.22 says, 
Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Philippians 4.8 also says, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. If we choose to think about praiseworthy thoughts, things that are loving and pure, we find ourselves full of joy and peace. We can't change our circumstances, but we choose to change our perspectives. And if it may be finding our peace and joy in a person, honestly, that is impossible (laughs) because we are all human and every person will either make you sad, make you upset, make you want to punch through a wall sometimes, (laughs) that type of upset. Um, Also, people will break your heart, um, even if it's like the love of your life. Sometimes people do things or say something, and it does break your heart. So even if you try to find full peace and full joy in someone, it's not going to happen. You are setting yourself up for failure because we are human. We make mistakes. We are not perfect. The only person, the only human being that is able to give us this full joy and this full peace is Jesus Christ because he is perfect. And this is the only place where we will be able to find our validation from is in King Jesus. The only place that we can find full joy and full peace. And that can't be found anywhere else other than in him. Now, if we let fear reign in our minds, we will be left with a fearful heart. If we choose to let God's truth reign in our minds, though, we will find our hearts strengthening and being transformed into the image of God. This is a season to pick back up the convictions of the Holy Spirit that has laid upon our hearts, though. The conviction is what's meant for us to get back into the will of God. It brings us back to what God has planned for us. And we must have a heart that only wants God's will. And the reason why we only want to have what's God's will for us is because it's the only thing that is actually good for us. We may think that the, this person that we are with, you know, you may think that this person that you're with right now is what's good for you. But how is it feeding your soul, though? Is that person lifting you up in the spirit of God or is that person drawing you far away from God? Is this person encouraging you to go back to church, to get into the word more? Are y'all in like a community group to with each other are y'all serving the church with each other are y'all together as a couple are y'all building the kingdom of god because if not then that person may not be the right person for you and it's okay because we need to go back to god and ask god to strengthen our hearts and ask him what is your will for me lord 
and that's another thing like one of the questions that we may be thinking how do I know if this is the right season for me to date God will tell you he will let you know this is the moment where you're supposed to be finding your significant other or he may say yo this is not the right time for you maybe you should slow your roll a bit he will tell you we have a God who will guide us and counsel us and it says it in Psalms 32 8 I will instruct you and teach you in the ways that you should go a reason why God may have you stay single in this season is because he's calling you to do something that requires you to be single and there could be many different ways on that it could be you're going away for a trip or you have to do so much work at the church or at your work or wherever it may be there may be different seasons where you have to be single because god's will for you requires you to be single at that moment and another reason could be because like i said maybe that person is pulling you away from god i've had many situations when i was dating where i wouldn't want to go to church because i'd rather be hanging out with the person that i was talking to or dating and i would prioritize the time i had with them rather than prioritizing the time i had with jesus and it actually became to a point where I stopped going to church and stopped seeking God because I'd rather be seeking validation in a partner rather than the Holy Spirit. And that's what God does not want for you. He wants you to continue to find him and seek him and look for him. And he wants you to have his will for you prosper. And the only way that that could happen could be because you need to be single. And it is perfectly fine if you need to be single. God will give you a person to marry when the time is right. I mean, I met Robert when I was 21 years old. And there was no way that I thought I was going to get married at the time I did. But that's what God has called for me. There's, there is sometimes where you are called to get married at a young age. And there may be times where you may be called to get married at an older age. Everybody has a different timeline when it comes to finding the person that you're supposed to spend your life with. But at the end of the day, it is only on what God has required you to do in your life. And the will that he has for you is the reason why you are single or in a relationship or married. God wants us to be whole in him before we get into another relationship or into a relationship at all. If we don't become whole in Jesus, our partner will be soon the one that we look to be completed in. And that's where the codependency comes in. And that actually leads to my next topic. I'm married, but I'm dating Christ and each other all over again. Now, this is for my married people out there. And be gracious towards me because we're about to hit two years of marriage and hallelujah for that because it is a blessing to be married to my husband and there's a lot of things that we are still learning 
So I'm not saying this out of experience. I'm just saying that this is what God is telling me to say. <laughs> but when you're married, it's different. You can't just like leave. Like you are called to work in your marriage. You are called to save your marriage. You are called to stay in this relationship, this marriage with your partner, your spouse. Of course, this is not this is not including um, like dangerous situations such as abuse towards one another. Um, you know, God goes into that in the Bible on when it's the right time to leave a relationship. But for the most part, marriage is a covenant and we have to stick with that covenant. Just as God gave us the covenant of ourselves, we need to continue that covenant with our family, with our marriage, with our spouse. But by being in the marriage, it is important to keep God in the center of the marriage. And that means that God is your rock. He is now the firm foundation for your marriage. And I notice this a lot. Every time I talk to some of our older friends, you know, even my my parents, for example, they just hit um, 30 some years, I think. I don't know. I'll give you all an answer later. But you can ask my mom herself, what made y'all stay married for this long? And she would say, Jesus. The only reason why they've stayed this long in their marriage is because they've had Jesus as their firm foundation. And I hear that all the time. Every time I talk to someone who's been a long stable marriage they will all say Jesus was the only reason why my marriage lasted and it's so true there's a reason why divorce is on a high right now because not everybody has God in their lives in order for you to actually be in a firm foundational marriage is by Jesus himself is by God being the rock of where everything is is built on you know, your whole family should be God, your spouse, your kids. That's how it's supposed to be. We have like a community group um, that is young adults, newlywed couples. And, you know, we read this book and it says in there that it's actually very pointless for you to get married if you're not a Christian. Because now in this society, we have couples living together that are not even married. And honestly, that's not of God. Robert and I lived together before we were married. And even though my family, my dad, my mom, you know, they told us that this was wrong, we still did it anyways. And now that we have God in our lives, we kind of realize, like, yeah, this is not right. <laughs> this isn't of God. But that's culture. We were in a culture where that was normalized. It's normal for you to be in a relationship with your boyfriend or a girlfriend and live together before y'all get married. And that's not of God. That is completely against what God's will is for you and your marriage. And that is one thing that we don't regret, but at the same time, we regret it. We wish we would have done things. And honestly, that is for next week's podcast. So I'm not going to go into that. But we have to have God as our firm foundation. And even if you're not married, if you're in a relationship and you're waiting to get married or you're about to get married or maybe y'all are still in the dating scene, you need to have God as your firm foundation. Very important part of your marriage. 
But when you give your life to God while you're in the marriage, there will be many times where you and your spouse have to face different situations that come with people coming in and out of your life. Now, back to (laughs) me and my husband, Robert. We have been married for two years, like I said earlier. And when we got married, we were still living for the world. We were in the middle of our addiction. Um, For those of y'all who don't know and just have joined us, we are now 17 months sober. Hallelujah for that. But um, we also realize that we are completely different people and I mean it makes sense like it says there in the bible as well like once you give your life to God you are no longer the same person you are now made new and hallelujah for that when it comes to that we also have to relearn each other you know Robert and I are completely different people than when we first met each other And we were already married. And it's not saying like we wanted to divorce or we didn't like each other anymore. Honestly, we actually love each other more now than when we did when we were in the middle of our addiction. But we are still learning each other. We're still trying to get to know this new person that's in Christ because we married the old person that was out of Christ. And it is... It has been a roller coaster. We had a lot of friends that were of the world. And to be completely honest with you, our whole wedding party, like our bridesmaids and our groomsmen, we talked to maybe four of them in total. And we had a pretty big wedding party. And it's because we lost a lot of people in our lives. Like when Robert and I surrendered our lives together, so many people blocked us and stopped communicating with us in general. We lost so many of our so-called friends. And I say so-called because if they were really our friends, they would have been so supportive of our decision. And our decision was giving our lives to God. And there was that time where we were going back and forth from the phone to text messages to all of these people that we were like best friends with and then all of them were like we don't support y'all's decision on giving their life to God and it was so hard for us because we love these people so much but they rather stop talking to us then accept the fact that we are Christians because they were so brainwashed with the whole society and cultural like stigma of Christians that they wouldn't want to give us a chance. You know, they'd rather completely stop talking to us rather than hearing us out on why we gave our lives to God. And there was a time where my husband was just so depressed And he was like, I thought these were my friends. How could they do this? Why are they giving up on us? And I had the Holy Spirit tell me, the reason why that these people are being deleted from your life is because I have something better in plan. I have better people waiting for you. I have better couples 
waiting for you. I have better friends for you. You just have to look for them. And that's what we did. There was a good point of our life where we were just like not even paying attention to the world. We were just focused on God, focused on the word and just getting to know God more, getting to know each other more. We were dating God and each other all over again. And it was beautiful. Honestly, like if you're married, redate your your spouse. It is the best thing you could ever do. I'm telling you, we were in our season of singleness and that's because we were married. Being in the season of singleness doesn't necessarily mean you're single from a partner. It means that you are being singled out by the world and you're getting to know God more. And then once you get to know God more, you are now able to reach people that God has been wanting you to reach. And it is kind of beautiful to see it because now we have really good friends both in CR, at the church, just randomly at the church. Uh, we have a community group that are, like I said earlier, they're young adults, they're couples, they're newlyweds. So we have a good foundation at church. We have a lot of friends at church that love us for who we are. And they support us in our journey of sobriety they support us in our journey of walking with christ and honestly we're able to walk with christ together and it's beautiful because that wouldn't have happened if we didn't go through our season of singleness if we were so caught up on the people that we lost in the process of becoming a christ follower we would still be in our depressive state where we're grieving over the friends that we've lost and I mean, yes, it's hard. We lost a lot of good friends. Well, friends that we thought were good for us, but, you know, they weren't feeding our soul for good. People distance themselves from you because they don't like the way you are. They hate the fact that you're a Jesus freak. Or if you distance yourself from them because you don't agree with their lifestyle, like we did, like we literally separated ourselves from a lot of friends and family because they were living for the world. They were living a lifestyle that we couldn't support, not only because of our sobriety, but because that's not what God has called us to live our lives through. And um, it is completely okay to step away from that. It's completely okay to step away from the worldly lifestyle and to stop trying to satisfy your fleshly desires because now you are called to do what God has required you to do in your life. You made that decision for a reason. If you were able to reach out to those people now, it honestly wouldn't be the same. It really wouldn't. And there are many days where we kind of think about like, oh, I wonder what that person is doing. Like, I hope they're okay, but we're just called to love them afar. And that's okay. In 2 Peter 3.17, it says, you already know these things, dear friends. So be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secured footing. 
it's important for us to make sure that we are secured in our life. We need to make sure that everything that we're doing is secured in Christ. And it's okay that we separated ourselves from other people because we need to worry about our own selves, our own walk with Christ, our sobriety, our own safety sometimes. But when Rob and I gave our life to God, we are completely new people. Like we're still learning how to um, be with each other. We're learning God. We're learning each other at the same time. And it's beautiful. Um, Being in a season of singleness doesn't necessarily mean being single from a relationship. It means that you are learning to rely on Christ only and not by another person. And James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Getting closer to God starts with a willingness to follow him no matter where he asks you to go. Now, I don't know if you are longing to be in a relationship with someone or you've been waiting to find your your person, your significant other, your future spouse. I just want you to know that God has that person waiting for you, but he needs you to be single right now. And it is okay to have a desire to be in a relationship. It is perfectly okay. God hears your desire and he plans on fulfilling that desire. But at the same time, you have to be patient. As much as you hate to hear it, you have to be patient. You have to be willing to follow God's plan for you before you get into that relationship. Sometimes you may have to be single for what God has called for you to do, then later be in a relationship. Or maybe you are in a relationship right now and God's telling you, you know, this isn't the person for you. This person is actually keeping you away from me. Or maybe this person is not the person for you. I have someone better for you. And it could be someone who actually does love Jesus, but It might not be the person that he's calling you to be with. And I just pray that you are able to have some clarity in that. And I pray that you will be patient into finding your significant other that you will one day marry. My married people out there, I pray that y'all guys just keep on keeping on and continue to put God first in your relationship because... I understand. Sometimes you just don't like the person that you're married to, but it's okay. Just <laughs> just remember that the reason why y'all are together is to build the kingdom of God. So I just pray that y'all guys continue to put God in the very center of y'all's relationship. That is the end of this series, Seasons. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that has joined me in this journey. And honestly, I am so blown away by each and every one of you on just the love and support. It has mean the world to me. Also, come back next week because I have a very, very, very special guest. He is an amazing person. He is a man of God. He is on fire for Jesus. And he is also 
very, 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 very good looking. He is my husband, Mr. Robert King. Um, <laughs> I could have left out the good looking part, but um, yeah, he's going to be joining me next week on this podcast. I've been talking about him for six episodes already, and now you get to officially meet the man of my life, the man of my dreams, the father to my future kids, and the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, he is an amazing man. I am so excited for y'all to meet him. Well, meet his voice, <laughs> but, um, He's super excited to be here on the podcast. And honestly, we have a very interesting episode in plan for y'all next week. And come back until we get into this new topic that we are going to discuss together. But if y'all can, I'm saying this with love, guys. Come on, support me here. Please follow this podcast wherever you're listening it to. If it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please follow me. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And also, send me like a review because that will benefit me so much. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. You can find me at walking w dot the king podcast. That is walking w dot the king podcast. And let me know, guys. Let me know what y'all think about this series. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a lot, <laughs> but it was something that needed to be said. And I'm really glad that the Lord used me to be the messenger to his people. So if y'all haven't already, share this with someone you love. Let them know that even though they're in this season of singleness, it's going to be okay because God is in control at the end of it. So, yeah, I will see y'all next time, guys. Love y'all guys so much. I'm praying for you every single day, and I will see y'all next time. Bye, guys. Bye.